Welcome to a laugh a minute, out with the old, in with the new, 271st episode of the Nerds Travaganza podcast. Where we're pretty sure this episode isn't going to go the way you think. I'm Tom, and calling down lightning with me on all we've built over the years are Force Ghosts Cam and Brian. What's up, guys? What's up? Ready to torch everything we've done to this point? Pretty much. Great! Episode's over. No. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. We will get to the uh, moving on and leaving everything behind and all the other morals that we're, <laughs> we were beat over the head with recently uh, as we talk about Episode 8 of Star Wars. But first, we should probably stick with some tradition, at least, and kick things off in our usual nerd extravaganza fashion with our Geekly Weekly Weekly Geekly Update. And Brian, I can probably guess one thing you've been up to since last we spoke, but what else you been up to? Uh, mostly like Christmas bullshit and um, probably the biggest nerdy thing I've been doing is, is I, I, I'm kind of embarrassed by this, but uh, Pokemon going, Pokemon winting, whatever. Um, <laughs> it, it's just, it's, I, I really like that game and they, they keep coming out with uh, new content. There's... Uh, I, I never even played these games. I just played the uh, original generation, but now generation three Pokemon are out. So there's all kinds of shit that's just totally brand new to me. Cool. Is that is that still got a pretty dedicated community or? Uh, it is not like it used to be, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd call it pretty healthy. Cool. Well, the fat, the fad over, but now the hardcore fans are still sticking with it. I'm really interested. I haven't been able to get out and see like, what this change you know like firsthand but they un uh unveiled like an actual like ar mode today cool the you can actually like sneak up on pokemon and like scare them off it looks like so i'm i'm pretty psyched to check that out yeah i saw uh you're an Android man like myself, but when I was at the Apple conference earlier this year I saw the uh, AR kit being shown off uh on Apple and it, it the Pokemon were pretty convincingly projected into the real world. That's cool. Yeah, so should should be a cool experience. That that's really kind of it. Got all of my gifts purchased, tree up, lights up. Um, I'm still working on the food for the feast and the wrapping. Some people are just going to get paper bags this year, not my usual like dissected comic book wrapping paper. That's fair. Are you having a big get together at the place or no, no, I actually, I don't really know anybody anymore. So it's going to be a pretty small giant feast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Grim tidings to you. No, I mean, you're in Seattle, Cam's in Ohio, Jin's in Orlando. Like, I mean, I guess I'll see Lester and my mom. Woohoo! <laughs> Lester being a longtime friend, your mom obviously being your mom, and Jen being your companion, she's not going to uh, make the trip down for you or what? Well, not for Christmas Day. Like, I'll, I'll see her, uh, like, you know, soon afterwards, but, you know, she's got her own family to do shit with, so... Oh, well, less, less to distract you from catching them all, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll be like a special snow holiday or something. Yeah, yeah. Cam, besides, uh, I, I'm not, I, I don't mean to tease you. Besides being freshly married, how's, uh, how's life? <laughs> life is good, man. Life is good. Just uh, gearing up for the holidays, trying to get ready to uh, 
go up to Ohio with my companions, uh, with my companion to see her family for the holidays, uh, hunkering down for some cold weather up there. It's, uh, let's see in Florida right now, it's what? 70, 70 degrees, 72 degrees. Yeah. And up in Ohio and Cleveland where we're going, it's, uh, it's in the mid twenties. Jesus. And this weekend it'll be like, we're, we're going up on Sunday on Christmas day. It is going to be 16 degrees. Oh my God. Well, that's the low, but between like 25 and 16, basically on Christmas day. That's insane. Yep. And then the next day, Tuesday, it'll be even colder. It's like 20 and 14. 20 is the high. <laughs> oh 20, 20 is the high. <laughs> um, I already knew this. I it's not, I have experienced winter before, Cam. Yeah. And I, but I have to say, like, people who live in Florida, especially from up north, who whine about missing seasons, you know, that you could keep winter. It sucks. It's Yeah. It's like in the it's dipping down in the twenties here at night. The day like the daytime highs in the forties. I'm it's miserable. I I don't get it. I yeah. don't get it. Well, I mean that's the thing. I don't mind. Like I like I like. Okay, so I'll be up there for you know a week and a half, two weeks. Fine, that's fine. I can take it for for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, but like to live there, you live all year round and have to like wake up in the morning and shovel and all that. Oh, no way. Yeah, screw that. And you and you you suffer through a hot summer and you're like oh relief and falls yep. kind of nice and then it gets insanely cold yep <sighs> so yeah doing that and then just getting gearing up for that obviously got all my christmas stuff taken care of so that's cool um i went to fedex had a box of stuff they wouldn't let me i have like a even i, have, I even have like a corporate account through my law firm where i can ship stuff and it's you know you get a discount and whatever and i went to fedex to, to ship a box uh, of Christmas gifts because I don't want to take it in my luggage or whatever. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm smart, you know, whatever. It'll be 20 bucks, 15 bucks, no big deal. And for like a small, like it's just a regular side, normal box, like two by two feet, they wanted $88. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, what? And not even like for overnight or anything. Like I went early enough so that it could just go the regular route, you know, and, and just be there as long, you know, at least a couple days before we get there. $88. I was like, nope. I mean, just for that, I, I, I'll pay the airline 30, 40 bucks just to take it with me. I mean, I mean that you're basically paying FedEx just to let your shit on the plane at this point. So, yeah. So I was like, no, screw that. So, uh, I'll be taking my gifts up with me this time. Last year we were smart. We went up there and we, we just had everything shipped there. Um, but this year my mom had got a bunch of stuff for, for her family and my mom has not mastered the art of, you know, Amazon prime, just shipping to your destination and then getting there, you know? And so she was like, well, can you take this stuff up with you? I feel like I'm like going to be like Elaine on Seinfeld, you know, with the, <laughs> with the big box. Like and it's literally like a freaking welcome mat or whatever. Um, but you know, it's the thought that counts. So I'll, I'll do that for my mom. Um, and then other than that, like I just, you know, my mom, unfortunately has been in the hospital for the last couple of weeks. And so I've been there a lot. I have just been doing a lot of, a lot of reading, um, I gotten through the book 10 and book 11 of the Dresden files, small favor. And, uh, I forget the, 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 the most recent one. I just started the book 11. Um, and so just getting through those and, uh, yeah, ready for, ready for Santa. That's about it. What about you, Tom? Uh, well, thanks Cam. Um, first of all, glad to hear that you've been keeping up on your reading. One of my new year's resolutions that I may or may not keep is to read more. Uh, I read a lot of, I read a newspaper every day. Uh, I mentioned I'm plowing through a bunch of old wired magazines. So I do a lot of reading, but I don't like read novels as much as I might like. 
and uh, probably need to get back in the habit and maybe a few nonfiction books just to, uh, you know, maintain my intellectual edge. Also, audience and co-hosts, if you hear my dogs carrying on in the background, <laughs> it's because it's around dinner time for them. And uh, they think if they don't bark loudly and obnoxiously, we won't feed them. So I apologize. Anyway, uh, regarding my update, well, we all know what movie we saw. Uh, in addition, I'll, I'll say... Though that I did get some collectibles. I got some nice collectible Last Jedi cups and popcorn holders. I think mine's a first order helmet that opens up and uh my companion got like a BB eight popcorn holder. Nice. So at, um, at the theater? Yeah, at the theater. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, they didn't have anything cool like that in mine. They had a bunch of cool stuff and, and my companion took care of the snacks while I this this little local theater didn't have reserved seating, so Oh. she went and yeah which is annoying so you had to like queue up i i knew we had to get there early we did so we're queuing up to get in and get a good seat which we did but she was on snack duty so you had a choice of a big like metal looking tin full of popcorn or these little buckets and so she got the buckets which was pretty cool nice yeah so wa- walked out with some cool collectibles for a movie that uh yeah we'll we'll discuss in a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> uh, apart from that just kind of the more of the same uh playing through the recore game Really enjoying that. That's uh, post-apocalyptic. No, not post. Yeah, kind of post-apocalyptic colonizing a world and things went wrong. Game for the Xbox One. Uh, started p- watching Black Mirror. Finally, have you guys heard of this series? Ooh, yeah, I love it. So, I mean, I'm just going to ask: Is it strictly episodic, or is there like a story arc that goes from episode to episode? Because that first episode was like jarring. I have to say. There is there there is some, which was with the one with the pig. Yeah, yeah, the pig episode. There is a there is a running theme. Not as much. I don't, have you ever, did you ever watch? Uh, have you watched Darknet or Dark Web? No, no. Darknet. I'm sorry. I think it's Darknet. Um, that is more of a running theme. Like you know, things come back and you know, with like different characters like go back and forth or whatever. It, it's like Darknet is a like much much more like and Black Mirror is pretty pretty dark, but. Darknet's even darker and more and more violent, kind of. But yeah, there is a running theme through through Black Mirror. Okay, yeah, the first episode was good, but of course, my companion was disturbed by it and had a hard time sleeping. So, oh jeez, yeah, that's it's amazing the things that affect her, like her mind and, and her sleeping. So, uh, I want to keep watching it because I'm intrigued. But uh, my my companion does need her sleep, so we'll have to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, the, the, they're not all like that. There, there's some okay. that are actually light actually but um that was hard they're all they're all extremely thought-provoking i i'll just say this and this is not a spoiler at this one because it's an old show that princess would have been dead meat because there's just no way yeah of course (laughs) anyway apart from that i'm also continuing to watch a show on crackle which is sony streaming service i do not pay for this this is a so i endure the commercials called startup i may have mentioned it before but it's basically Drug dealing meets cryptocurrency. Have I talked to you guys about this or not? So no. cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've talked about cryptocurrency, sure. Uh, but this is a pretty interesting mashup, and it stars the guy that played, um, oh, the Hobbit dude, Bilbo. Um, he he doesn't. John, oh, uh, Frodo. He, he was Bilbo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, older guy, Bilbo or Gandalf? Uh, Bilbo or, or uh... Bilbo? Bilbo in the Hobbit trilogy, not like scary old Bilbo from Lord of the Rings. Oh, um... Martin Freeman. Who? 
Morgan Freeman. Mark, not Gordon Freeman. Martin Freeman. <laughs> I said Morgan. I was like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought I thought you said Gordon Free, Freeman. You thought I said Morgan Freeman. Yeah. No, uh, that's the guy's name is Martin uh, Freeman. I gotcha. I gotcha. Anyway, yeah, the, the British, the, the British guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. He's. Just, I, I don't know that he's necessarily the star of the show, but he's obviously the biggest, the biggest name in the show. Uh, yeah. So I'd recommend that. And uh, then finally, I'm really, really trying to figure out like I, it's like really killing me now because I've, I've dropped a bunch of hints about what I might like for Christmas. And it's killing me to try to think of what my companion's going to get me. Like I, I'm like she's she went out to get my gift today and they didn't have it where she was. I'm like, what in demand product could you be shopping for? And I'm like trying to like <laughs> tease it out of her. She's like, you'll be surprised. I'm like, is it maybe a thing I mentioned? She's like, maybe. Probably not. So I think she's like actually oh going to gosh. legit surprise me. But yeah, that's driving See, me I, mad. I, I hate that. I hate surprises. Like we, we legitimately <laughs> like me and my family, like we just, we make a list and that's it. Like the, don't deviate from the list. Here's the list. This is what I need. This is what, cause like, and it's like, we don't, we're luckily like, we don't need anything. You know what I mean? So it's just stuff that like, like my list is like almost like a shopping list. I'm like, Oh, I need shaving cream. I need this. I need, you know, I need my, I have like a special aftershave. Uh, so when people deviate from the list, it's like, all right, I guess I'll be returning that typically. <laughs> so I kind of like the list idea. And so she got an impulse buy. She, do you're familiar with this, um, brand of cooking stuff called, um, Oh, what's it called? It's like the fancy mixers and all that crap. It's like, not everybody likes it's it. Bullet bullet or no, ninja? it's no, it's like an old old style um kitchenaid kitchenaid it's like an old timey brand but like it's like gotcha. their crap is i mean I, whatever i i'm not gonna make any <laughs> pronouncement <laughs> one one way or another regarding the value for the dollar but it is a very nice a lot of people like this stuff yeah. and so so of course she want piece by piece we're assembling our kitchenaid you know ensemble for the kitchen and she's had her eye on this big mixer gadget and this thing it's like an outlandish price. And then it was a much less outlandish price for this one that was like a factory refurb or something. Uh She's like, I want that. That's all I want for Christmas. I mean, like it was like a full emotional outpouring. I was like, okay, (laughs) but um, I don't know. Like I get the logic of lists, but that's like, am I supposed to wrap it now? Or like just, it shows up and we just like put it on the the counter. I don't really, those mixers are fucking expensive, like several hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, so I, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't understand why, because it's like, it's what, it's a motor. You know what I mean? It's like a motor and a yes. bowl, basically. Like, it's not, I think we've progressed past like that technology. <laughs> yet somehow they charge these ridiculous prices for those things. I mean, I get the look. It's got like a classic look. I like the way it looks too, but yeah, I do not understand the value for the dollar it did it not come in a box or something or because because it was a refurb no it's gonna it's coming in a box like i I think we're gonna get it in a KitchenAid box like it's a brand new product but um it's it's been like yeah then you gotta gotta wrap it then for sure i guess i mean she knows it's coming (laughs) but yeah i guess i'll still wrap it give it to her doesn't matter you still gotta wrap it yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't know i i I have mixed feelings on this because yes it's very it's efficient and you get what you, what you want. But, uh, I don't know. I do kind of like to surprise people. I'm glad, I'm glad that you're not in my family cam. You would be like the worst person <laughs> to buy for. No, I, I hate when people surprise me. I'm just like, look, this is what I need. Just, 
I don't care. I need cotton balls. That's fine. I don't need – you know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> just get me cotton balls. Get me whatever. Uh, I, I might as well reveal to you because by the time my dad listens to the show, he is an avid listener. It'll be it'll, – the day will be passed. I got my dad uh, an Amazon Alexa sh- uh, show, I think it's called. Not the show. Uh uh, are you familiar with you familiar with the Alexa in the first place? Like the, the yes. speak. Okay. So I got yes. him the one, I think it's called the echo show, but it's the one that has the big screen on it and you can like do video calls and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a surprise. It's definitely going to be a surprise because he's in no way expecting it, but it occurred to me, I've really gotten myself into like a tech support nightmare. When he opens yeah, that thing, you know he's calling you to be like, how do, what do I do with this thing? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I, I'm fortunate in that his wife is te- somewhat tech savvy. Like she has a smartphone. She, she knows the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> but do you think, is this something you think that he'll use though? Like, do you think he'll like, he will be video calling you once he fig- once you set it up and get it figured out? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know for a fact he will. Cause her, her smartphone has the Apple, um, whatever the Apple video calling is. FaceTime. FaceTime. And he just thinks that's the most awesome thing, but you, he won't touch a smartphone. Gotcha. Whereas this is just a screen that sits there. He's got the he's got the he's got the concept of a stationary screen down. So yeah, yeah I think he'll get a kick out of it. All right. But uh, if you guys would like to give a service to me for Christmas, if either of you would like to actually support that setup, and I could just have my dad call you, that would be great. <laughs> we'll be your 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 you're outsourcing us as your tech. Well, I mean, I'm the right color, I guess. Cam, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you actually want to give my dad. Like straight up, like we we should we should if you could I should, I should be like yes this is Jetty yeah yeah I am Mike like he that is like his tech support nightmare because he can't understand them but they like they don't understand him and it's <laughs> yeah yeah my dad is the idiot tech support uh, uh, call center's worst nightmare when he calls that is hilarious he's incensed that they dare live in India or wherever and enter the Philippines or wherever and answer his call. By the way, not to be insensitive, because I know I know you're Pakistani, Cam. That's all right. At this time of at this time of peace on earth, I didn't want to <laughs> foment uh, anything. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it for my update. Yeah, I, I went a little far afield there, but that's the news in my neck of the woods, and that reminds me that it is time to discuss news in all necks of the woods with a segment we like to call the news extravaganza. All right, so Bitcoin, we've been following the Bitcoin craziness. So did you guys know that Bitcoin, well, there was a, a company called, uh, I think, Coinbase, and they, they they started like a futures exchange for, for Bitcoin. So you weren't actually buying Bitcoin, you were buying futures, which is like, you're basically betting that the Bitcoin is going to go up, essentially. So you're not buying Bitcoin, you're buying like an option that possibly that commodity is going to go up. Uh, that got suspended. The trading on, oh. of that got suspended on the NASDAQ um, because the SEC came in and said, listen, uh, this is crazy. Like the, the, the people are just giving you money and we don't even know what you do or you, you, you don't do anything basically. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, you essentially don't do anything and all these people are giving you money and we need to figure out what the hell's going on here. You know, um, and that uh, co- co- that led to a fall in the price of Bitcoin as well. Oh, so that is just another sort of cautionary tale again. And like I said, last, when we talked about Bitcoin before, like 
if you have Bitcoin and you're dealing in Bitcoin and you're into Bitcoin, awesome. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I mean, it, it could be, could be amazing. I'm just saying like, if the SEC is saying that they don't know what the hell's going on, that's probably something everyone else should sort of, yeah. So, yeah. So they suspended trading. Uh, the reason technically was that they wanted to reach sufficient liquidity, which means, dude, you need to have some kind of value. You know what I mean? You have some cat. You can't just be saying we're <laughs> worth this and then you know whatever. Um. So I mean, is it the? I well, that doesn't really mean anything. I was I was gonna say, doesn't the number of? I mean, there's like a current. Le- there's a persistent ledger of how much is in circulation owned by how many people, right? Which would give it its value, but um, you would think, but that, that is like not even used anymore. Really? Like it's not even like before it was like uh, supply demand or whatever. Now it's just like, it's just demand, you know, like people, so many people want it and so many people are trying to get it that that's why the, the price is going so high. But I think the problem is I think once that fad goes away, and people realize like, Oh, this isn't like my get rich quick scheme. It's going to, people are going to lose interest and then it's going to, you know, so it's, it dropped about Bitcoin itself dropped about 8%. It's, it's now right. As of now, it's about $16,000 of Bitcoin, which is still, which is still wow. ridiculous, you know, <laughs> that's madness. Um, but yeah, and it's funny too. I, I was reading the article, like they, yeah, they do know, like, I guess how many Bitcoin there are out there, but they also, um, they, they have like, they've built in already that like there are so many that are lost. And so, which my second story, which will sort of lead into that is there are now there are companies that are basically coming in and saying, listen, we know that you have Bitcoin somewhere. You had it five, six years ago. We'll find it for you and we'll take a cut. Cause there are people that had like 50, hundred, whatever, a couple, you know, Bitcoin now, you know, if you had a hundred Bitcoin worth 16,000, that's a shit ton of money. You know, it's what at 1.6 million. Right. So is that, is my math correct on that? Um, so- uh, sixteen thousand at how many times a hundred? No, that'd be one hundred sixty thousand. Yeah, but still, but still, like if someone's gonna come in and find that Bitcoin for you because like you lost your password, or there are even hypnotists out there now that are saying like we can come and we'll hypnotize you and and we'll help you remember your password. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, now. and they're taking like a percentage. Like if we help you find your password, we want like fifteen percent or whatever. Yeah, while while you're under hypnosis, we will, uh, you know, we'll log into your account and transfer all your your loot yep, to us. Yep. Um, and so there, there, it's funny. There are tons of stories of people out there that had this Bitcoin, and they're just like frantically trying to figure out now, like how they, like one guy, like had his like his 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 uh, he ac- accidentally threw out a hard drive, like a external hard drive that had his Bitcoin on there, um, and he's he's literally excavating. He's paying someone to go excavate a landfill to try to find his, his, his hard drive. Wow. Cause he, cause he, wow. Cause he has like a shit ton of Bit, uh, Bitcoin and it, it would be like worth like $300,000 or something right now. So he's like, Hey, yeah, if I got to pay someone 20 grand to find it, it's worth it. You know, can you trace that shit? I guess you know where the, your stuff ends up. That, that, that's amazing. <sighs> I don't know. It, it, and, and even, and it's even complicated now by these like wallets, you know, these blockchain wallets that they have now where it's like just all totally just on that little electronic wallet. And if you lose that, you're fucking screwed. So that's all that accounts for your ownership of the Bitcoin. Like yeah. It, yeah. That's the only way you can prove that it's yours. I mean, you can put it on an exchange. It's it, it's like cash, right? So like if you have cash, you have cash, but someone can come in and rob you. You can misplace it. You could put it in a trunk and then somebody sells it or throws it out by accident, whatever. Same exact thing. Um, or you could put it in a bank 
The difference is, is that in the bank, your money is federally insured. Bitcoin is not insured by anybody. You know, you put it on an exchange. There was already an exchange that was hacked for like 50 million bucks. I think we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you're sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, and uh, yeah, so these people are going to extreme lengths to try to find their Bitcoin. Uh, and hey, I mean, I, I don't blame them I mean, at this point. It's money sitting out there. But what I thought was interesting was that like they know that like they, they have like sort of an algorithm of like how many Bitcoins are lost, but the majority of those lost Bitcoins actually are owned by the guy that created Bitcoin. Um, this, oh, this Japanese really? guy. Yeah. Like he's like some, some mysterious guy that nobody knows about uh, or nobody knows who he is. Uh, and so they think that he, he has like thousands of Bitcoin, um, but that will never see the market because he just sort of no one knows where he is. He's like just shrouded in mystery. Yeah, his name's Japanese, but the, people don't even know if it's a real person right. or if it's a right. bunch of people. Or that's the funny thing is that he's just some just some guy out there that uh, nobody knows. Yeah. And then um, did you guys see Uber? Uber's been dealt several blows. Um, one, they, they they're being investigated because it seems like they were like committing like corporate espionage, like stealing, ste- stealing people's algorithms and like blocking, you know, they were doing like some real, like Microsoft type 1990s, Microsoft type shit on all the, all the like on <laughs> sure. Lyft and like all these other companies. And then, um, most recently they, the EU said that they are a, like a common carrier. Uh, they, they basically, they lost a ruling in the EU court. And so now they are going to have to, whereas before it was just like, oh, it's just people and they're doing their own thing and whatever. And now they're going to have to like, they were really trying to avoid this ruling because now it means they've got to like adhere to all the standards that all the other like buses and, and whatever, you know, like cabs and stuff like that have to adhere to. Yeah. They, they keep trying to avoid. So basically they've been classified as a transport service. So now they have to, now they're stuck with all those laws and, and insurance and all that requirements. That's the one point the cabbies made that I thought was kind of fair. Like if you're going to allow Uber to operate sort of without a bunch of oversight, then you either got to let the cabbies do it or impose the same rules on Uber, right? Like it's not really fair. Well, I mean, fair. I mean, it's, it's like, well, fair to who, you know what I'm saying? Somebody's going to get the shaft, right? Is it going to be the cabbies or is it going to be the people that just, you know, are like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to drive Uber, Uber part-time to supplement my, my life, you know? Cause like the barrier to becoming a cabbie is much higher than becoming an Uber driver. Anyone with a decent car and a new, you know, and a license can be an Uber driver and make some money. Whereas if you want to be a cabbie, you got to go get a job and you got to whatever. So that's really who it's, you know, it's going to come down to who the courts decide they want to side with. I'd rather see them relax rules for other carriers than, than place more rules on Uber yeah. and Lyft, but We'll see how they come down on that. I mean, I, I, I'm always a big fan of like low air barrier of entry. Yeah. I think the, the cabs have had such a lock on things for so for so long, you know, that it's like, again, it's like sort of like monopolies like we talked about before. Hey, if you can't adapt, then sorry, you know. Like I was in New York last this year and uh, I was talking to a cabbie who's been you – know, well, he now is an Uber driver and he was saying that at one point, you know – a, a hack license or like, you know, one of the shields was like worth over a million dollars to have the license to drive a cab in New York city. And he's like, now it's, he's like, you can just, they just give them away. It's, it's, they're, they're worth nothing now because, of, because of Uber. See, I view that as a positive side effect, but yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's a good thing that it shouldn't be someone that wants to drive a cab shouldn't have to be like an indentured servant to someone else because they somehow right. 
had a, you know, just were in the right place at the right time and ended up getting one of those shields, you know? Agreed. Agreed. So, um, yeah, that's that. And, um, for you, Brian, my last story, um, Pokemon go, uh, is being updated, uh, with support for Apple's Arcit, the augmented reality matrix they have, but you have Android, right? Yeah. So you're going to have to borrow somebody's iPhone and play a Pokemon go. If you want to, uh, <laughs> take advantage of the new augmented reality of features. Well, that answers my question from earlier. That that is what I was saying. I had seen at the Apple conference, Brian. So yeah, time time to go Apple. How borrow one? <laughs> as I say, you could probably get like an old okay. iPhone four or something like that, you know, and just use it to play Pokemon Go. Fair enough. That's yeah. I'd I'd get a used one. I would that, otherwise that'd be a very expensive handheld. Exactly. And uh, yeah, that's it for the news for me. All right. In that case, I think we are ready to transition to tonight's main topic. Which is, of course, Episode Eight, Star Wars Episode Eight, the last Star Wars movie. I mean, the Last Jedi, <laughs> the search, the search for Spock. <laughs> wow, I actually like the search for Spock. I did too. Yeah. Rathacon. I mean, two, three, and four were just awesome. Star Wars or Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah, yeah. Uh, eight of Star Wars. Um, well, let's begin at the beginning. We exchanged pretty unbiased like uninfluenced sentiments right after seeing the movie did we not like we we did not go and see what the internet consensus was we talked amongst ourselves right after the movie yeah i i text you guys like immediately like 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 as the credits were rolling i i text you guys and i and i think tom you did the same thing but like you didn't you you were like still watching it while when i text so like yeah i think like right afterwards we were talking yeah and i like it's funny because i picked up my phone to text you guys immediately like my reaction and it was Really in line with yours. <laughs> <sighs> well, 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 all right, before we go, I was thinking like let's let, let's give our grades at the outset, and then see if like maybe at the end if our if if we've changed our mind for better or worse. How, how's that? Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. So grades at the outset, like, yeah. uh, are we, what scale are we? Well, like, like, like I, I, and I think you saw like my post on Facebook. I, I would say I would give it a B minus out of like A through F. I would say a B minus. Like, look, it was still good. I'm not going to say it was a bad movie. It was still good. It wasn't like a, you know, Phantom Menace or, you know, like anything. It was definitely wasn't anywhere near one through three. But I also don't think it was anywhere near four through seven. You know what I mean? Like, or Rogue One. So that's a that's on a Star Wars scale or on a movie scale? On an everything scale. I think like as a movie okay. it, within the Star Wars universe, just in general, I, I feel like B it just comes up B minus. I don't think it was like a C because to me C is like pretty bad, mediocre. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't say – I wouldn't quite go so far as saying it was mediocre, but I definitely wouldn't say it was – certainly was not even above average, which which would be like a B, B plus. So it's somewhere in that mediocre above average range. I would say just average, just, eh, there were some good parts, but then there were a lot of parts where I was like, man. Yeah. Um, Brian, Brian, you go next. I've got my own <laughs> definite views on this one. I honestly think it, it creeps into C. I would give it like C plus, I, C plus. a begrudging C plus. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, like I keep wanting to say C plus myself. I, I, I let me restate that. I don't want to say <laughs> C plus, but I have a hard time giving it a B rating. Um, uh, it is perfectly average. It is it is not above average in my opinion. So yeah, that's that's what I was saying. So I, I don't want to say mediocre because I don't want to say it's bad. It's definitely not bad to me, but it's not it's not like above average in any way. Yeah, I think they had probably a B plus movie. And then they added a bunch of stuff in it that like diluted it somehow and brought it down to a, a C plus. Yes. Yes. That's how, and that's yes. why I've characterized it. Like it was a good movie with a bunch of bad stuff, just needlessly kind of crowbarred into it. And I don't understand why. Right. So yeah, I'm going to go C plus and I, I'll go ahead and like, of course, in this day and age, you have to qualify everything. It's not because of the inclusion of an Asian actor. It's not because I don't like strong female characters. It's not because let's just, go ahead and like dispense with all of the, you know, identity stuff. Now it's got nothing to do with any of that. No, to me, the inclusion of that, that, that Asian actress was like one of the pros for me. You know what I'm saying? Like she did a good job. Like I just, she was awesome. She did a good job at being in a terrible, like side quest with Finn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So, so Brian, we need to ask you now, do you object to the, uh, diversity or strong female characters is, is that your main objection at all i'm a little torn on this i i don't think like you know normally i object to diversity or strong female characters i just really objected to uh look pose tied up uh make someone new to go with them oh <laughs> right right i hated that they just completely separated all of the characters that i at the end of the last movie, I was like, wow, I can't wait to see what that team does next. Oh, they break up immediately and just fuck off completely. Yeah. And like Finn and Rose go off on the Vegas caper right at the casino. Poe becomes like a uh, he basically gets grounded like Maverick on Top Gun. Right. <laughs> and and then Ray goes off and finds like grumpy old man Luke. And like, yeah, you're right. They split the team up right away. And I feel like. Rose, like the character and the actress who played her, they did it. She did a great job. She was sort of, God, this word's been thrown around a lot, super, superfluous. But in a way she wasn't because as you said, they, they they took Finn and sent him off to Vegas. He had to go with somebody, right? Um, Yeah, to me she was, but that's the thing is to me, she was the only good part of that whole side quest. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Finn was terrible. The The, the like, whole like premise of them going to that stupid thing that stupid place was terrible yeah they they made finn lame like i finn was like one of the best characters from the other movie right like a guy who he he faced off against kylo even though he didn't have any force abilities he he you know at the beginning like he's the one who risks his skin you know to to leave the uh first order and all this like yeah he's so central to the first story it was really weird to see him kind of like just sent off on a on a side journey yeah, I mean, I liked that Poe was was kind of front and center in this one, but I think it was like to the detriment of everybody else, which was a shame. It drives me nuts. And and this is, I don't think this is Star Wars fanboyism or anything. It's just a poorly made movie. All the exciting shit happens off screen. Right. Like they focus on all these failures and then BB-8 saves the day off screen like five times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the Vegas adventure would have been cool if they had actually needed to accomplish something there. But BBA just shows up. Oh, I got the guy. Let's go. Yeah. While you guys were fucking around, I yeah. did all the work. Let's go, human. <laughs> yeah. B 
BB-8 was good again. I mean, I some people have said they're tired of BB-8 and his like antics, but I, yeah, I think he's no, good. I love BB-8. Oh, I hate BB-8. Come on, the, the Walker. Seriously, well, oh, oh. <laughs> him magically appearing in the Walker. Oh yeah, that was pretty stupid. There's no way he could have gotten up there without assistance. Actually, that was pretty stupid. And of course, they had to rip the chassis off it so you knew that he was controlling it. Yeah, and of course, it was just like Chewbacca. In, in Return of the Jedi. And of course, all the cool shit happened off scene. Like him actually infiltrating and, and taking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Speaking of Chewie, what did you think about him? I mean, he, he now now that Han's gone, I'm glad that Chewie has stepped into the role of a senior cast member. Oh, my God. Somebody had to open the door. <laughs> he's just a, like he's just like a. Uh, a freaking bitch for those porgs. That's all he is now. Yeah, so it's kind of heartbreaking a little bit because like we've lost Han, we've lost Luke. I feel like Chewie's just alone to be like a comic sidekick. Like he he was always that to a certain extent, but he had like a respectful place in the story. Now he's just like a yeah, he like plays with like animals and like eats animals when he's not supposed to and I mean, Chewie, obviously he has like a heart, but I mean, he's a Wookiee. Like he's like a, 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 a jungle creature and he's sitting there with like the, that porg looked actually really delicious. I actually kind of got a little hungry. Well, I was like, damn, what's some rotisserie chicken, you know? <laughs> and then like, just cause the porg comes up and looks at him. He's like, Ooh, he goes, throw, he goes, like, throws it away. I mean, come on. Even that as like a scene of cheesy humor, like the porgs didn't care when he was fucking murdering and butchering their friend. That thing's still dead. Right, <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It's already, yeah, it's already dead. Like at that point, who cares? I got to say of all the comedy like that, I I laughed at that scene because it was just stupid. Like, a, you know, intentionally stupid and funny. Some of the other stuff was just like freaking, uh, it was just forced, man. Like, how did you guys feel about Poe's like phone call with uh, Hux at the beginning being on hold? I was, I was telling Brian like uh, before we started, like, the two biggest problems I had with the movie were one was the was the 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 like laugh track multi camera <laughs> like sitcom that they tried to make the freaking movie you know and like but even the Poe thing at the beginning was okay I didn't mind it. it it was for a reason like he was trying to stall them for the bombers and all you know that's fine okay and it was actually kind of funny I was like all right but Brian said it best when he was like. I, I laughed and I thought it was funny, but it was – it made me nervous and his his nervous energy was exactly correct because I felt the same way. And then it was just like, oh, we're trying to make these forced jokes every five seconds and it, it was terrible. Yeah, I, I had recently seen Thor, don't forget, and I was yeah. – that, that made me worried. It felt like Thor, Ragnarok, and Guardians of the Galaxy like had a baby. Yeah, like that's what they were trying to. That's what they were trying to do, and it just it just fell. So, like I'd say, eighty five percent of those jokes fell flat for me, and like were almost cringeworthy. You know, <laughs> it also seemed like they were like trying to inject humor where it didn't belong at all. Like, yeah, okay, I get that they were trying to show that like Supreme Leader Snoke had an extreme mastery of the Force. So like you try to take your lightsaber, he'll just snatch it right back. You try to pull some moves, he's got you beat. He won't snatch it right back. He'll smack you upside the head with it. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. He smacks her. I seriously was expecting like a hand of barbaric, like when that happened, you know, like, yeah, that was stupid. That was supposed to be a serious scene. And he like slapsticks her in the head with a, uh, 
a lightsaber. I I didn't get that. I mean, I, 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 yeah, they could have done it, but they could have done it like in a more serious way. Like it really hit her hard. You know what I mean? And she like fell down or something. Like, right. You know, like they didn't have to do it where it was like, boink, like, you know, <laughs> you know like, exactly, exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, Luke milking the sea creature or the, oh, uh, God, <laughs> whatever that thing was. <laughs> okay. Look, he had limited resources. He had to do that. But why did he like fucking grudge fuck the tit while he was staring at the camera? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like drink and look at her like, ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it was like, I get it. It was like a, it was an homage to the blue milk on Tatooine. Okay. That's cool too. But like, he didn't have to like drink it like a fucking swashbuckler drinking rum and like, you know, right. like, letting it run down his beard and like looking at Ray like, ah. Like with gusto, like to prove yeah. like how he's like, he's like trying to show her how far he's fallen. Yeah. It, it didn't make any sense to me. I, I could buy him being like a, subs- like, look, he's, he's taken on this simple life. He's, he cares about his subsistence and not anything else, but damn. I mean, you, by now you guys have heard that Hamill like objected to like where the character's direction went, like Luke's direction. Yes. yes. I mean, I can see why, like he did a fantastic job with what he was given. Like he played the part he was given to play. But damn, I didn't want Luke to like go out quite like that. You know, I, I didn't necessarily, I understood this, this whole thing was a passing of the torch. I wasn't, I wasn't satisfied with, with the state he was in and, or how he went out. I'm a little torn on that because I absolutely loved how he went out. Like the actual, like final 30 seconds of his life were perfect. But even him being at peace and joining the force, he didn't die. He just like went out to hang out with Yoda. Yeah. But there's no way he would have been at peace before solving the problem with Kylo Ren. His greatest regret in life. And he's just like, nah, I'm done. I stalled him for five minutes. Good luck, guys. Yeah. Right. I, I want to qualify what I said, too. I did like that he used his power. Like, it's it's stated earlier in the movie. Like, Kylo's like, oh, the strain of... When, when he and Rey were being conference called by Snoke, uh, you know, without knowing, he's like, you couldn't possibly do this. The strain would kill you. So that sets, this, that sets the table for, you know... F- astral projection is extremely taxing luke like you know he won't get in the ship and go do anything but he does astral project and he does intervene also cool but all he does is kind of yeah just like you said right he, he buys them time to escape in a spaceship but he goes on this like huge speech with with leia i can't save him i won't save him eh, i'm just gonna fuck off like a bitch then uh i mean <laughs> I, I i differ a little bit on you guys like i mean so he did spark like i think like him showing up and then like he got the rebellion going yeah like them seeing like holy shit that's luke skywalker and then like at the end i don't know if you remember but the kids are like telling the story yeah the broomstick luke's yeah with like luke skywalker and like they had like the little fake adats and like the little luke skywalker doll or whatever um so like he like fan the flames of the rebellion you know and like in giving his life he was the new spark that they needed right right so so okay i yeah that's fine but no that is true like but like he left and like became at peace with the force like he's got that means he's got a lot of fucking faith in like you know like ray and the, the rest of the people right those 12 dudes must have really gotten around for word to get out yeah I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that the state he's in when ray encounters him and the way he reacts to being handed the lightsaber and everything that's what's coloring my perception of him. Like, I really didn't like, like the first, the first big gag after the Poe thing was like, wah, wah. he just like throws the lightsaber over his shoulder. Like, Oh boy. 
that was meant to be like a, a hilarious scene, but I, and I did giggle, but I'm like, I, I didn't really like him behaving that way. I, I don't know. Well, if you watch Force Awakens and then you immediately watch this movie, like you, there's such a difference in tone, you know, like Force Awakens. I mean, the, the whole ending of that movie, I, I even, th- I like, I, I even said at the end of that movie, like, I, I thought it was almost borderline, borderline, like too much, like drama in terms of like how she's standing there and like holding out a lightsaber. And then he does the slow turnaround and like pulls back his, his hood. And they're, they're like staring at each other, like across the, 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 you know what I mean? It was like, they're trying to make it so dramatic. And then it's like, if you just add that scene onto it right afterwards where he just throws it behind him, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like these things, they don't tonally match up because that was like, you know, hair on your arm raising almost if, if, if you buy into like right. overdone drama, like I do. Like that was almost like, wow, I can't believe this. This is so awesome. I, that's Luke. And he's and he like he has like a serious look in his eyes. And I'm like, yeah. I can't wait to see what happens next. I was expecting some kind of a training thing to be happening or something. But yeah, it goes from that to just this like stupid. OK, I'll just ask you this. Did they have that this Luke in mind when they filmed that scene? I you know, OK, look, I'll get political just for a second. I think that Donald Trump filmed this this movie just to undo Obama's seven. <laughs> Everything they set up so well in seven, eight was just like, no, I don't want to go there. Yeah. Let's do something better. Uh-uh, I'm smarter. I can do it better. Was this guy Johnson acting on his own to make this radical change in direction? Or did he have a directive from Disney that was get rid of the old characters, you know, sever the ties. Everybody's a Jedi, you know, because that allows them to like launch 15 more series. And they have a lore master, don't they? Like one guy who keeps everything in tune, like to avoid the the weird shit of the EU. He probably hung himself after this, but yeah, they had one. I mean, <laughs> even even if you don't trust the director, I mean, he had to he had to clear it. I don't think they snuck this out. I mean, oh yeah, this, this movie I'm sure was re- was reviewed over and over again by so many different suits, you know, and so many people. Cam, you mentioned this, and okay, uh, Brian makes a good point. This had to have been reviewed. Uh, this was reviewed, and this was greenlighted on several levels. Um, the, you you mentioned this while we were chatting on, offline in relation to the Snoke mystery. Like now that they basically ha- have gone like completely blank slate with everything, th- they've got like a limitless cash printing machine, right? Like Broomstick Boy can have a story. Yeah. One of the like horse creatures can you know become a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- they could do a whole like you know Rise of Snoke series, like. Basically, they threw off all of these shackles of like kind of the Skywalker saga that I think caused so much ridiculousness within the EU, right, Brian? Because like, there Luke wouldn't have had like a spare second in his life with all the extra adventures that were added on, right? I I don't know, dude. They wouldn't have, but at least the twenty years that passed would have been fucking interesting. <laughs> to me, it was just like, hey, we don't care what you guys think. This is what we're doing. And you just sort of have to take it and we'll let you know what Snoke's real deal was about whenever we want. Maybe we'll make a comic book or maybe we'll make a cartoon or we'll do that or a book or something. And you're just going to have to buy that to figure out who Snoke really was. And we're going to do this. And uh, maybe, you know, we'll tell you who Ray's parents were maybe down the road in some other outlet, you know, like it just, uh, God, it just really, really galled me. But again, I would have been, I'm okay with that. I'm even okay with the fact that like 
they clearly, I mean, were like hitting us over the fucking head with like, we don't care about episode four through six and the fact that, you know, you can only be a big Jedi if you like come from these certain families and these force sensitive, you know, hereditary lines or whatever. Every man can pick up the mantle and be the last Jedi. Yes. And anyone. And, you know, screw the, the 1%, 99%, occupy Wall Street, <laughs> occupy Tatooine and Jakku. You know, like, that's basically like, I mean, I felt like I got bludgeoned with that fucking concept throughout the whole movie. They took a kind of sweet concept you know, from humble beginnings. Anybody can achieve greatness. And yeah, they just beat you to death with it. Yep. I have a huge problem. And apparently some people didn't. It's kind of like the little kid, like grabbing the the, the broom. Anybody can be the a, a, a Jedi and everybody's access to the force and blah, blah, blah. We're going to burn down the tree and we're going to, but we're going to save the books. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't throw it all out. So yeah, as long as you have 10,000 years worth of history to read, you can master the force. Just anybody can master the force. I mean, I mean, I don't know if it was really anybody. What do they need the books for? Why would they do that? Well, no, I don't know. I don't know that it's like anyone can master the force. I mean, I think I think like anyone can can be force sensitive or, 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 or possess the power to use the force. I think the books are there to teach you how to properly use it. Right. I guess like it was contradictory because Luke's like, I'm getting, I'm still pissed because I failed my apprentice. So I'm getting rid of the Jedi because they failed and they allowed Sidious to come to power. But you're not getting rid of the Jedi. The Jedi are going to go on. I mean. Right. And like Yoda straight up like, like pulls the wool over. I think everything she needs from the tree, she already has. (laughs) Meaning she literally stole the book. So go ahead and burn the tree down. Yeah. He he wasn't lying. (laughs) Uh, and uh, by way of pivoting in a little more favorable direction toward the movie, there is one sort of part of the story that I've been kind of turning over in my head, which are the three lessons that Luke promises to impart to Ray. Right. Um, so the first one is like the force is everywhere. It's, it, it's, it's between everything. Balance. Yeah. It's, it's, every, and it's yeah. within you. And it's a, it's a vain thing to think that it depends on the Jedi. The force is just there. And like, it doesn't belong to the Jedi, which is also them conking you over the head with, we don't need Jedi. We can do anything with star Wars. Right. That's lesson one. And then lesson two was, was lesson two. The Jedi needed to end because they allowed Sidious. Yeah. The Jedi sucked. That was lesson two at the very height of their power. They couldn't see this like phantom menace and like lost everything. Right. So that, Okay. And then he never explicitly tells her what lesson three is, right? Yeah, they never got so to lesson, lesson three. three could have been the cave, right? Which is which one interpretation I have is that the dark side doesn't have anything for her. Or it could have been Luke's final lesson, sacrificing himself to be that spark. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like what was the third lesson that he never specifically like uh imparted? He taught her how to force Skype. <laughs> That was the third lesson? That's how they communicated after Snoke was dead. <laughs> I can just imagine the Skype tone going off. Master Luke? <laughs> his, his screen name's I'm not a Jedi anymore. Glowy Skywalker 123. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was... I, I That was bothering me, too. I was like, well, what the hell? They never got to number three. Like, just my completionist. You know, like... I was like, wait, wait... <laughs> I think three was the cave. I think three was like, but did he, did he like cause the cave or did she do it? Or or was it the, or was it the island? Well, he had her reach out for the, 
with the force to discover it. So, she, you know, she kind of, he didn't have to tell her. She learned, he, he told her there, it's calling you because there's something there that you need, that you need to learn. And I think that the something was there's nothing. The dark side holds no answers for you. Like, and, and your parents, also your parents don't matter. I do think the third lesson was what he taught her by example at Totally Not Hoth. Yeah. It was to live with your mistakes. Don't let your mistakes like destroy you and throw you back. Uh, like learn uh, from your mistakes. Exactly what Yoda taught him, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically what. Yeah, exactly what Yoda told him. Fears or whatever failure is the greatest teacher. The only thing she wanted to do was save Kylo Ren. She failed. She clearly failed yeah, at that. Yeah. She couldn't let saving Kylo Ren eat her up like he let Kylo Ren eat him up. All right. Yeah, and I think that makes sense too because, like, at the end, when like she's about to leave, and he's like, "Hey, wait," and she just was like, "Sorry, dude," like you know, I gotta go, and she just closed the door on the Falcon. Yeah. She, okay. Yeah, she did just because they had a they had a Skype moment right without what's his face confronting them together, yeah. and yeah. she just like was like, "Nope, yep. I gotta walk away." Like that's. Yep. Gotta go. Yeah. So yeah, she's not going to try to save him in spite of himself, and I guess they're gonna have a showdown. Yeah. So is he? Is he? I mean, so is he the fucking Vader at the end of this like whole saga, or is it gonna? They're gonna bring someone. He's else a in? way more complicated villain than v- Vader was in some ways. This bothers me again, man. I hate to pick on poor Kylo, but he's got to sleep sometime. And there's a shitload of like regimental soldiers who are not going to report to some whiny teenager with guns on his ship. <laughs> yeah, I'm not buying him as the big bad leader of the of the First Order, are you? There's no way he just like knocks Hux aside. Hux is going to be like, get 10 dudes, set up 10 of those little tripod cannons, and as soon as he falls asleep, smoke them. Yeah, when they were on Nodhoff and, and Kylo was like, get me down there or whatever. And Hux was like, no, what are you talking about? And then he like fucking knocked him down. Like he just like forced threw him to the side. And then the, the fucking no name pilot was like, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, supposed to be like a gag moment or whatever, but. Sure, to his face. I, I This is something that like bothered me with Vader, but then he kind of like, he sort of overcame it. You can never lead someone if you lose control of yourself. Right. And yeah. Kylo has like zero control of himself. He's like, for all of his like tricking Snoke and like murdering him, like no questions asked, like uh, he, he does not have self the self-control of a leader at all. Right. Mm-mm. By the way, Snoke went out poorly. Like, here was a guy who clearly oh, had insane yeah. force powers, and I guess it teaches the lesson that yeah, even if you're you're so great in power, you know, you can overlook the little things and still die, <laughs> right? That was just so cheesy. Come on, he can read your every fucking thought, but he doesn't know which lightsaber you're going to ignite. Come on. <laughs> he didn't even think like maybe I should just turn this a little bit just in case he gets any weird ideas, right? Like he couldn't tell that he was picturing a different lightsaber yeah I, I was very i found that to be a little stupid terrible and like it's back to darth maul like a wasted character again you know like here was somebody who had pote- more potential than probably darth maul did you're like that ah, peace got rid of him oh i mean wasted characters talk about fucking phasma i mean there's so many wasted characters oh god i'm torn whether i want phasma to come back from the dead or just stay dead or 
only thing that's going to bother me more than bringing her back to die like a bitch a second time is bringing her back to die like a bitch a third time. <laughs> a third time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I know she's a chick. I shouldn't call her a bitch, but she's male or female. That character died like a bitch. Like, yeah, she fucking had a terrible death. And like, what she seems like she could be such an awesome character she was badass like her armor was fucking awesome like it was just bounce like those fucking blaster shots were just bouncing off and like then she just like all of a sudden oh i'm gonna get i'm gonna get hit in the face with the same thing that finn got bitched out with in in force awakens remember that guy just that weird guy just came out of nowhere and just whooped his ass with that yeah nines yeah yeah and then all of a sudden now he's like the master of that weapon and just fucked phasma up somehow yeah it was fucking dumb I mean, this could easily have been Phasma, a mid-level officer, like, okay, go finish off the Rebels, and she was leading the fleet, like, chasing mm. them or something, you know what I mean? She could have rallied them or something. Anything, but rather than have, like, the, the biggest of big bats himself on his giant ship, S- Snoke was in the pursuing fleet, correct? Yeah, yeah, his, yeah, the main ship, yeah. Right, the main ship. I mean, the guy's got insane force powers. He couldn't have put a little drag on the fleet or something? Yeah. I'm just amazed. Like yeah. that, uh, that was so weak. Yeah, any one of the support ships could have hyperspaced in front of them. They could have called in any other. And, and this drove me nuts too. So apparently, the entire galaxy is five minutes away. Right. So anyone else could have hyperdrove in. That's the thing. Like. Star Wars is always a little ambiguous about how, how long it takes to get places. And what does this genius do? Nails it down. Exactly 18 hours. Exactly. Like, why the hell? We have exactly eight hours, 25 minutes of fuel left. Oh. And then they're on, like, the, you know, they're on the Casino Royale planet. Well, we better get back. We've only got 16 minutes. Oh, or something, like, ridiculous. Like, yeah. Yeah. Genius, genius uh, said with with a sarcastic venom is absolutely right, Brian. I, I'm very disappointed in and and you can defend it all you want. That's just bad writing. Yeah. Literally, all they had to do is we don't have much fuel. Right, right. No, no, we have exactly 18 hours worth of fuel. Oh, yeah, and they didn't even have to like give. Yeah, you're right. They didn't even have to give a time. Like they could have even explained like, well, listen, this is this can't go on forever. You know, uh, other other ships are inbound or whatever on our long range scanners. They're going to be here soon. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Like they didn't need to be like, right. Whatever. And, and like add some tension. Like we have to finish the rebels. Well, because we're in this asteroid storm we flew into, you know, we can't go to warp and, you know, between the, between the asteroids and everything else, it's, it's all we can do to keep up with them and bombard them. Like they could have come up with something a little more menacing than like a mouse being slightly faster than a cat. (laughs) <laughs> the white bronco in space. The, the white bronco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they. I think they were trying to get you to buy into the fact that, like, oh, we have them on a string. Their fuel levels are critical. We just can just hold on for now, and they'll oh, be God. dead. I, and, I mean, you know, I, I could. I could just badmouth this movie all night. Why didn't Holo just fucking say, "Dude, we got a plan. Chill." I'm the commander here. You yeah. don't get to know, yeah. Lieutenant. Just be, just because you don't see the sun at night doesn't mean it's not going to rise to whatever that stupid saying was. I'm your fucking second in command. Clue me in. Yeah, I don't. 
Yeah. I don't really know. Was she afraid he was going to like leak it to the enemy? I, I don't really get that. Yeah. It seemed like everybody else knew except like the fucking people that really wanted to fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like she was, she was punishing him for his, you know, poor performance on the bombing run by not letting him in on the plan, which caused him to hatch a completely ridiculous plan. Hey guys, this worked in a movie once. Uh, let's try it. <laughs> I actually worked in a Star Wars movie once. But, uh, <laughs> yes. It was pretty, pretty bad. I mean... One more thing, and now I feel like I'm getting into the point of nitpicking, but I did like the way Hodor or Holdo or whatever hell her name was, like, the way she, like, warped into their ship and, like, just annihilated it. That was spectacular. Yeah, that was a great, great, great scene. I thought that I was, liked that as well. Yeah. But, damn, like, their, their ship's running away. Okay, well, actually, our scanners indicate that it's turning and, and you know, coming towards us. Eh, it's running away. Like I found that hard. I found it difficult to believe that somebody on the bridge didn't recognize that the ship was angling to go and then powering up its engines to come right at them. You know, well, they've opened fire on it. Like eventually at the last second. Right. Well, that was like such a consistent theme. It was like Hux always being like, ha 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 ha. We've got them. And then like, Oh no, they okie doked me. You know what I mean? Like, like that happened like four times. Like, come on, bro. Like, how are you a fucking general? Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty incompetent. <laughs> that leads me into probably my biggest complaint with a movie. Look, I I know they didn't know she was going to die when they filmed it. But that would have been the second best death Leia could have asked for. The first yeah. best death was the first time she died in the fucking movie. <laughs> oh, when she got yeah. sucked out of the... Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought for sure they were going to have her sacrifice herself for the fleet. I, I did not think they were going to have, like, purple hair do it. Talk about a wasted character. All that time developing Holdo, and they're just like, no, we're done with her. But I think, Brian, I think they were trying to get you. Like, see, it, the, the whole theme here is nothing's going to go the way you think. You think we're going to have Carrie Fisher exit this way. Think again. That's just trolling your audience. That's bad writing. The, the whole movie was trolling the audience. The whole movie was trolling the longtime fans. Be, because honestly, from a from a cash perspective, from a Star Wars perspective, I'll say it again. They've got a completely clean slate. The next movie, I predict, is going to be like set 20 years in the future or something, right? Giving them this gulf of time to, you know, have the third galactic civil war play out. And think of all of the TV shows, the uh, cartoons, the comics that are going to fill in all this time. I don't, I mean, do, do you agree with me? Do you think the next one's going to be set much? Because right now the, the rebellion's nothing. They're going to go from 12 people to 12 million. I would say yeah. that there's no way they'd throw away Finn and Poe and Ray, but they did this movie, so why not? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it'll be a few years in the future or like, you know, at least like so, enough time where like the resistance has been to, been able to coalesce or whatever. But to, to your point before, I agree a thousand percent. That was the first, you know, was the joke a minute bullshit that I, I can't forgive the movie for. And the second one was Leia's death or supposed death when she got sucked out. Like that would have been such a fitting tribute to her to like let her die. Cause I, I was like, sh- I was like, Oh my God, she's dead. I can't, I can't believe it. Oh, you, know you mean, I mean? When, she, when she died when, initially, when she died initially, or when she got sucked out of the bridge, I was like, Oh my God. Like, I can't believe Leia's dead. Like it was almost like when Han died, you know, I, I mean, I kind of knew Han was going to die in the first one. This one was a little less, you know, it was a little more jarring, you know, this one was impactful. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. And it would have been just such a, a, such a good way to set her off, you know? And then when she like fucking, when, when, when like they showed her face, I was like, no, I was like, no, 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 no. She's not going to wake up. She's no, there's no way she's waking up. I thought they were just going to show her at first and then just be like, okay, goodbye sort of thing. Like, you know, they just show her like floating off into space. Like that's her send off, yeah. you know? But then when she like fucking started moving and opening her eyes, like I had a visceral fucking reaction. Like I literally jumped in my seat and was like, no, <laughs> like, like I didn't say anything, but I was like, I jumped like no way. And then like scared the shit out of my wife next to me because she, you know, she gets scared easily anyway, but she like, cause to her, she was just like, Oh, okay. You know what I mean? She was just watching the movie. Like she didn't, you know, that didn't have any effect on her. But like when I jumped, she was like, what, what are you, what happened? You know? And I was like, what are they doing? You know? And then when she flew like Christopher Reeve, <laughs> fucking disco uh, dancing, like, you know, flying through the air. I was like, no. And then like, she just like went into the hole and like opened up the door that like, that would have depressurized the whole ship. First of yeah. all, like, yeah. Oh God. It, it was just, and then, then she had like, no, like when they showed her, when she came back, she had no issues. She was totally clean. Like not, well, she was, you know, forget the fact that fucking space would have fucking ravaged her whole body. The fucking, you know, the elements of the vacuum. That's the power of the force that they kept her. Oh, right. Oh, Jedi don't need spaceships anymore. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that she's never fucking, she's only ever been a little bit, force sensitive like she could hear luke and this and that or whatever but she's never fucking done anything with the yeah. force and every fucking movie she's been in every story i've ever written i mean you brian you've read more stories and, and comic books and shit than i have but like has she ever fucking done anything with the force aside from maybe you know feeling this or feeling that no nothing major yeah but but now all of a sudden she can just fucking save herself like that's like the strongest thing i've ever seen anybody do with the force Pull yourself back into a ship. Well, she's 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 Luke's survive in an absolute oh. vacuum. No, no, protect, protect. Yeah, yeah. It's one thing to sort of move around. Fine, I get that. But like, yeah, you 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 can just fucking you can just stop the fucking elements around you. And it even showed her icing up. If they were going to pretend for a second that ice uh, that uh, space wasn't completely freezing i'd have been like oh well they didn't acknowledge it i guess it's different space than our universe no they acknowledged her she's like freezing over no i don't want to die uh. <laughs> yeah I, I i liked seeing leia use the force because i felt like it was something we had never seen i would definitely rather like again in a more in a better chase scene i would rather she had like use her force powers like in that void to like throw herself in front of a torpedo or something that was about to destroy the ship. You know what I mean? Like something badass. Like I saw, I saw a cut online where it was like her waking up in the, in the void and like staring at the spaceship. And then it just cut the rest of the movie out and it showed, um, <laughs> the, the kamikaze run. <laughs> yeah. That, but that, that, and that's what I'm saying. Is that would have been all right. No, it would have been, it would have been fucking awesome. If like that would have just never happened. And then like, then she was the one that like just like you know stayed behind and like fucked up the fleet and fucked up snoke's you know dreadnought or whatever okay you know she's badass she fucking she she lived so she 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 sacrificed herself so everyone else could survive that would have been the second best best way for her to go out but or- they just fucking botched that whole thing and, and to me to me those two things the joke a minute and that are just unforgivable because it's like there was no reason for it. They, they, they intentionally fucked that up. Yeah. I, I, I can't help but think there was, it feels like malice almost, but it, it, they, again, 
and they tell you over and over in the movie, like it's this just isn't about you anymore. That we're moving on. We're moving on. The Jedi are over. Sith are over. Everything you love is over. And we're moving on with the series now into into a million new directions that are going to be totally unfamiliar to you, old time fan. But we're taking the books with us just in case. Right. We're going to keep that in. But I can't. I can't for the life of me though figure out. Okay, what was the upside to that? Like you're certainly a, you're certainly saying that's a big f you to all anyone who knows anything about Star Wars. You know what I mean? Anyone who was a fan and knows anything about like or has followed the Force and like whatever. Okay, you know what are the different powers that people have and what can they do? So you're just basically saying fuck you. This is something that we've never ever fucking talked about and no one has ever even knew about that anyone could do. We're we're saying that this can happen now. Okay, that's fine. Do that if you want to introduce that power, but don't do it with fucking Leia, you know? But uh, – and then like anyone who is just like a casual fan, if I was just a casual fan, like even Suzanne was like, so why did she fly? Like what what ha- – like, like she – it just puzzled her. You know what I'm saying? Like she was like, I don't get why she got blown out and then she just like flew back. Like how did she do that? Power of the force. Oh, the force. The force. Yeah. So you're patronizing everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're patronizing not just the fucking people that love the Force, but the people that don't even really like understand like what the Force is about. Super fanboy, casual viewer, no matter what, bad writing's bad writing. Why did they cock tease that like impactful, like important death scene? Yeah. They yanked yeah. Leia out from under your feet. You mean you mean in the death scene itself, or yeah, in the death scene like, when she got, got sucked up, up when she got everyone sucked else up. utterly obliterated. Akbar, goodbye. You know all those other people, goodbye. You see her close her eyes and frost over, and everybody in the theater is like, "Holy shit, she's really dead!" Nah, they got me. Slap my knee. Okay. Yeah, really pissed me off. I was just fucking with your audience. That I don't care who your audience is. That's just not. I don't know. That's not good storytelling. That really made me, that really just bothered me. And 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 like I said, I watched it again yesterday, and it wasn't. I didn't have that visceral, star, jarring reaction again. But it's just only because I knew it. It it, it, I, it it wasn't any more palatable. It just I just knew it was coming, and I was like, ugh. It was just almost like groan, you know. <sighs> yeah, I think maybe that's why I liked the movie better on the second viewing. I was expecting everything. Yeah. Um. Oh well. All right. So, but uh, yeah, on the plus side, I, I I loved Yoda. Yeah, Yoda was cool. I, I I loved that whole interaction between him and him and Luke. I loved. Um, I really enjoyed Rose, the the Asian chick, even though like she was stuck in sort of a bad situation. She was a good character. I liked her too. Yeah, she was really good. Um, I even liked Luke's. Like, I loved the whole last like 40, 30, 30, 45 minutes of the movie. I thought that was great from, from the like ramming scene from, from the whatever, from the general, whatever ramming scene through the end of the movie. I thought it was great. Uh, but it just felt like everything else up to that point was just a fucking waste of time. Like there was no reason for it. Yeah. I can't, I can't disagree though. The movie could have been a good movie. It had a lot of dumb stuff forced into it. And on balance, I, did you enjoy the movie? Let's, let's just, let's conclude with this. Did you guys enjoy watching the movie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How about you, Brian? Uh, yes, but I mean, it is by far the weakest of the new movies. Yeah. Yeah. No question about that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's barely above like 
one through three for me, barely. I, I honestly, I think if this were like some new IP, I, I probably wouldn't be on board. Like if this same story had been told, like I only like this because it, it's Star Wars and X-Wings are awesome and it's the Force and holy shit, Yoda. Well, you, you, you bring up a good point, Brian. So like look at it in a vacuum. It's not Star Wars. Forget about anything else that's going on with the movie. Like what really happened? What was progressed in the movie? Except for them, like hitting us over the head with anyone can be a, the last Jedi. New ships, what else? Awesome new ships introduced, never seen again, have no effect on the outcome. Right, just just for Target exclusives, you know, for <laughs> or Walmart toy exclusives. That's it. Yeah, what else? Giant, like planet destroying, like Death Star threes that are n- never used again. Those juggernauts could have been awesome. They're like, no, nah, just use it to shoot on a ship. Regular ships can do that. Why do you need that? Yeah. 45 minute long plot lines that go nowhere. Characters that are introduced just to like, I, to do what? Like, look, I liked her character, but she went on a suicide mission to stop him from committing a suicide mission. Oh yeah. When they're taking out the cannon, when the whole point of them going out there to delay a a super weapon somehow was a fucking suicide mission. How many of them died doing that? Yeah. Brian brought up an awesome point offline. Like they didn't even have guns on those speeders. Right. Right. Like they had no way to like, they were literally just flying around in that salt, like doing nothing. Yeah. And, and, the gun fired anyway, and you know what? It wasn't immediately cataclysmic for the rebellion. Like they, they, yeah, yeah. That, that was they just put a hole in the door. Like that's it. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's a million kind of the more I'm talking about it, there's a there's a million things about the movie that I <laughs> take exception to. I agree though. The biggies for me are the the big the Leia thing. I didn't somehow I forgave a little, which is I know I'm in the minority there because she could use the force. I guess. Uh, she she could do things the Emperor couldn't do, Vader couldn't do, Snoke couldn't do, Luke couldn't do. Yeah, that was her that was her special force power. If she can somehow just stop like her environment from destroying her body, then how come Snoke couldn't have just fucking put his fucking legs back on himself? You know what I mean? Like Well, okay. I'm glad you asked that question because <laughs> the, our quick uh, post Star Wars episode is going a little long and I want to, yeah. I, I want to kind of bring it toward an end if you guys don't mind. Sure. Is Snoke dead? Have we seen the last of Snoke? I mean, he looked pretty fucking dead to me. I mean, his, his hands were off. Like his, his he, he, like his body was cut in half. Like his hands were severed. Like his face was, uh, you know, like, and I think they left him. I mean, and that, and that, that fucking, that his dreadnought was, was going down. Basically. Right. He, yeah, he it, was incapacitated and all of his support staff was dead so if he didn't die from the, the saber wound, he died on that ship. So by the end, now that ship did not actually explode. It was it was completely incapacitated. Like it was one of the wings was basically blown off and it was like fucked up, like beyond. But they didn't conclusively show it explode. I know you're trying to cut it short, but I have to ask this question. <laughs> sure. Ray was pulling on the lightsaber. Kylo Ren was pulling on the lightsaber. Holo did her little suicide run, cut the ship in half. Did they pull the lightsaber apart or did the ship split it? 
They pulled it apart. No, they pulled it apart. They pulled it apart. Because I, that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. People actually thought that the ship that the the ship warping into them is what caused the lightsaber to break. It it was insinuated. I can't say I don't see where they're not coming from. You know, like I I kind of get it, but I mean they just no because if that happened then that his whole that whole fucking area would have been fucking cut in half. You know what I mean? Like his whole his whole bridge or whatever he was on would have been cut in half. Well, too. it burned quickly, right? I mean, no, nah, because I mean he was fine. Like like Kylo was sleeping there for however long it took Hux to come. Which, by the way, I thought actually that was pretty funny. Was when Hux like started reaching for his his fucking just his and then he woke up. Yeah. I thought that was good. Like there was like several jokes that I thought were awesome. Like that one, the one when Ray cuts the 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 the, the boulder with the lightsaber and it like knocks the cart. <laughs> It, 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 of those nu- the nun is like walking with her yeah, cart and they're yeah. like yeah I thought that was funny like there was a couple that were good but then the rest were just like Ugh. but anyway to your point Brian no I don't I don't think that was the fucking because that whole that whole area they were in would have been fucked up whose lightsaber was that by the way that was the Padawan killer or the youngling killer right wielded by uh, what's his name uh, Anakin right so it's if there is a kind of a pretty awesome part of the movie it's like these two very torn individuals who very much represent like the conflicting sides of the force like ripping that in half like i thought there was something a little poetic in that yeah i'm hoping that snoke is a dead that he has he himself because he seems so strong in the force he had some way of preserving his soul and he could re-manifest my, my hopes for the movie are i do i do think it's going to take place much later because there's no way you go from 12 rebels to taking on the first order Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, like did in fact paste the entire Republic when they white when they blew up those planets with Starkiller Base, right? Yeah. If there was a shortcoming of the last episode, it would be that they didn't quite tell you how much of a blow that was to the Republic. That, that's such bad writing, too. Yeah. Like it, 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 they wiped out the entire like original trilogy. Like all of those wars were just for nothing. Yeah, yeah, and like literally, there's only like however many people can fit on. Yeah. The Falcon right. There's left. like, there's like a dozen <laughs> people. No one, no one was answering. No one was answering their calls. Like, no, there's just, there's nobody but them and those fucking little so, so, brats on the casino. Right. Planet. So you can't, you can't now imagine <laughs> uh, on cartoon network, a series about Finn and Rose going around to the outer rim and gather and finding out why the allies didn't answer the call and all this. And another series with Ray going and gathering the pat, you know, the broomstick boy and the other potential Padawans. Like this is a gold mine of new IP and they've completely wiped the slate clean. And yes, they've made us bad, but it doesn't matter. It's a freaking star Wars is now just a, it's a, there's no central story. It's it doesn't have like the curse of Harry Potter where like telling another story in the same universe isn't as satisfying. It's, Right. It's it's this universe. They can they can do anything they want now. They've completely broken from the Dude, past. As long as they keep writing awesome comic books, like like many of the comic books have been, and as long as they keep making awesome movies like Rogue One, I'm fucking excited as shit for thirty more years of Star Wars. If they make more shit like this, I'm not. This was just not a good movie. Like I'm glad they cleared the slate. I'm glad they branched out. I'll give them all my money that I can. That was not a good movie. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie, and it was a very ham-fisted way to clear the slate. I understand why they had to do uh, it, but they did not do it in a very good way. It, it was an inadroit way to go about it, let's say. And uh, yeah, not on balance, not please. I'll stick. I'll stick with the C plus. I think we have two C pluses and a B minus, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm sticking with the B minus. I don't know. I mean, like after my first viewing, if they had announced that they didn't want to do any more Star Wars movies, I would have been like, okay. <laughs> I was that upset a little bit. But uh, anyway, guys, got to wrap it. And uh, it's been a great conversation about Star Wars Episode Eight, probably a standout hit in the series for sure. <laughs> uh, anything else before we adjourn? Nope. All right, then I will. I'm trying to think of a, a funny way to put this, but I can't. I'll slowly turn my uh, capital ship toward the enemy fleet and power up my engines for a jump to hyperspace <laughs> while none of them are paying attention by saying. <laughs> You can check us out on the weekly on iTunes, Google Play Music, or anywhere you get your podcasts. We appreciate favorable reviews and maximum ratings. Like us on Facebook, join us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and join the Nerd Stravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Uh, Leia Force Disco Dance your way on over to nerdstravaganza.com and check out our website and all of our uh, back episodes and other content um, hop on your Yoda beast and <laughs> run on over to uh, hop on your Yoda beast and run on over to YouTube and type Nerd Travaganza into the handy dandy search bar and check out all of our video content and then send us a email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and let us know what you hated about the movie. <laughs> and with all that said, Brian, we select you to take my place on the final suicide mission. Take us out of here. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> put my fist through this whole beautiful, terrible town. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I liked Rose until she said that. Yeah, I was like, come on. This isn't like Streetcar Named Desire. It's really dumb. I did like the uh, big giant-eared horse creatures, though. Oh, I thought they were cute. Yeah, I thought they were great. I'm just, just, it's just funny to me. I have one more question. We can wrap it up real fast. What did you think about them not like it, saying, I've got a bad feeling about this? Yeah. Um, they left that to the audience. <laughs> what do you think about the bullshit that bb8 said it wait what yeah he look the director said that that line is in the movie yeah. somewhere bb8 said i've got a bad feeling about this yeah it's just it wasn't in english apparently oh, it was in something else in other words we fucking forgot because we're not even star wars fans yeah also um the the whole thing where like chewy was like she was like tell finn and then chewy's like yeah tell him that like that was i got a bad feeling about this no, it can't be. All right. Well, one final thing, even though we've already said goodbye to our audience. You want to know the one of the coolest moments in the movie for me? As an owner of one of the remote control BB-8s, it's when he like bumps into a wall and his head falls off. Yeah. Because <laughs> that happens all the time. Yeah. And then he just like kind of just got it back on and kept rolling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I mean, he, he, he took a fucking beating though. Like, and he didn't like, there was like nothing wrong with him. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, he's the Mary Sue. <laughs>